Oh yeah. Hey, could it be? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you thought we went away, <laughs> listeners. I don't, I don't know why you would. I know it's only been like six weeks. Oh goodness. You know, but as we said on the last episode, we are consistently inconsistent here, yep. creators of Godfather. So, um, so there you have it. And we have hopes. And, yeah. <laughs> yes. And best intentions. <laughs> best intentions and um, hopes. Yeah. Can always reach so, for a better tomorrow. Right. right. Uh, well, uh, I'd like to welcome Greg Heineke to uh, to the palace here in this the, is, the this studio. This is nice. This is where it all began uh, uh, for me, uh, the St. Anthony um studio yeah we're in a new studio yes yes the the man cave it is the man cave this is where um my dad and my brothers and i have spent lots and lots of time so a shout out to them tonight uh a special godfather live yeah so i i don't know it says live you know maybe maybe it isn't but (laughs) (laughs) it feels kind of good to see that, and maybe my brother's listening, and uh, maybe he'll he'll shoot me a text. Me, yeah, you know, send but, yeah, something. Send something. If Be- you know my number, if you know Greg's number, um, you know, send us a send us a note. Yeah, I've also got this on on Facebook. Uh, for what it's worth, if you're not putting kids to bed or out enjoying this beautiful hot summer True. July day. Anyway, let's jump right into the action. Um, tonight. The title of the episode is The Storm Whisperer, and we are going to uh, delve into a sermon I preached a couple weeks ago on Mark four thirty-five through 41, Jesus Stilling the Storm, and I've been doing a series at my church at St. Luke Lutheran in Cottage Grove on blockbuster discipleship, and so I've been taking blockbuster movies, and I've been using them in conjunction with the scripture and finding uh, ways to correlate them and uh, and just, you know, preach a fun and engaging sermon yeah. uh, complete with uh, montages and movie clips. That's awesome. So, uh, so I used a, a montage I found online on Star Wars. Um, can't remember. Oh, there it is. Yes. Yeah. What little special effects uh-huh. or whatever you'd like to call them? <laughs> no soundboard, nope. just just a microphone, just a microphone, and, and a quick-thinking co-host over there. All right, okay. Sorry. So yes, so Star Wars was the movie, and uh, here we go. So questions, connections, reflections. Greg Heineke, take yeah, it. Absolutely, I I do think though, I we need a little setup. I think. Um, I think we got to go into it a little bit um, to to get those listeners who who don't remember or who haven't heard it remember. You can always go to the St. Luke um, website and and listen to them. They are posted right. there. Right. Um, but I think we need a little setup, Keith. To, okay. And then because I'll just throw out a question and then okay. you know, be like, all right, what, what's this around? So talk about a little bit related to I, I think okay. um, Jesus and maybe. Being in the boat and right. being calm, so, or something like so that. The, so the story goes that uh, that Jesus and his disciples get into a boat on the Sea of Galilee uh, to make their way across to the other side, uh, and uh, and a storm uh, suddenly uh, pops up out of nowhere, which is common uh, in any body of water for storms to just develop quickly. Uh, and the disciple, and it's a pretty big storm, pretty bad storm, and the disciples are freaking out. 
uh, bailing water out of the boat. They're getting swamped. And Jesus, their, their fearless leader, is uh, sound asleep at the front of the boat on a cushion. And they actually have to rouse him from slumber, and uh, and and then they're you know kind of they're kind of yelling at him like, "Don't you care about us? Uh, what you know? We're perishing, we're dying." Um, and Jesus, you know, just like anybody waking up from a nap, is a little testy. Yeah. And he uh, he he stands up, and he kind of uh, he kind of yells at the disciples, uh, gives them a strong word um, about their faith and uh, lack thereof. And then he yells, peace be still, to the storm, and then the storm uh, ceases, and then he kind of drops the mic and sits back down, and they make their way back uh, to the other side. Um, And then everyone's, you know, like, uh, they're even more freaked out, like he even has authority over the wind and the waves. Yeah. How Um, cool to to think about that. Right. Yeah. So so that's, that's the text. Okay. Oh, we got a, we got a caller. Oh, nope. He just, he just hung up. I think he realized <laughs> that it, I got it working, maybe. Anyway, right. um, so uh, so that's the text in, in again a very uh, summarized version. The sermon, uh, the direction I took it uh, was, you know, everyone thinks that Jesus is uh, is such a, an action adventure hero because of this um, this shout, um, this defiant shout to the storm. Um, and in fact, uh, it, you know, it was, you know, it's, it's definitely pretty, pretty sweet, yeah. pretty good action there. Yeah. Um, given that in the ancient world, you know, the sea was kind of, uh, seen as demonic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, the, the God of chaos, uh, is kind of the, the mythology, um, surrounding water, yeah. especially deep water. Yeah. Especially over water. Yeah. I yeah. mean, wherever so, you're listening from, but mainly right. probably from Minnesota, if you've been out on a lake yes. and a yes. storm comes up right. on you quickly, right. Right. It's, so, it's pretty hard not right. to be, um, and in the ancient world, especially in these, uh, this gospel of Mark, there's, you know, quite a few exorcisms where Jesus is rebuking spirits and he's, you know, yeah. um, he's getting, he's, he's curing people and now he's kind of, you know, showing them that, uh, he's, he's rebuking, um, you know, uh, this nature possession, if you will. Sure. Um, and so anyway, uh, so talk a little bit about that, but then kind of going in the direction that, you know, that the, the shout, peace be still, is the second thing he does. Uh, the first thing is he doesn't even really react to the storm at all. Uh, he prefers to just get his, get his sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, again, uh, and uh, to me, that really communicated a non-anxious presence yeah. about, um, about the storms that come up in our life. And yeah. So, that's, so let's talk about that so a little bit. let's talk about that. Actually, yeah. b- before I have to say, as I listened to that um, sermon, I love the part um, on a cushion. Uh, yes. <laughs> that, and there is Jesus asleep on a cushion. On a cushion. Just right. Awesome. Yeah. So... There's some what comes to mind, and again, let's let's frame this. It's been a while since we've done these, but when we have our texts, we like questions, connections, and reflections. And a couple main connections that come to mind are around trust and anxiety. Um, And you're you're talking about you know he's he's calm, and that's that's awesome. What a model and what power. Um, and yet I wonder at the same time, uh, a question that came to my mind is about, you know, all those disciples and, and we're like them and we're looking at it and would love to be able to breathe through it or take the tips or things that we have nowadays. Right. That's really hard to do. Yes. Um, to be able to 
just say, yeah, um, you know, I'm fine. It, it's all good. Uh, it's in God's hands. Yes. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we should we should yeah. talk about that yeah. a little bit yeah. because anxiety right. is real. It is real. And, and just it is, uh, it whatever is it is, yes. um, yeah. Yeah. you know, people yep. have it for lots of different reasons. Right. right. Um, maybe there's a little religious perspective or some other, you know, tips or things that, that come to mind as, as we talk about that and, and keeping our eye on Jesus, certainly. Yeah. Yes. But right. easier easier said than done. Absolutely. Cliche. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, again, looking at this from a, a faith perspective, um, you know, at this point, Jesus has definitely established himself uh, as as someone trustworthy and, and worthy to to follow and, um, and learn from. Uh, and I think that's, again, where, you know, he's coming from or where the author is, is trying to get the audience is to say, okay, so start living what you believe here. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, you think, and again, you know, we, we read the gospels in hindsight and, you know, the disciples, it's kind of like real in real life, real sure. time where they're, they're not really sure who yeah, he is, yeah. you know? Um, but he's, he's just, you know, uh, you know, taking a demon out, a pretty, pretty heinous one. Um, he's had this, you know, this baptism, you know, again, the, this, the narrative is, is setting you up. To say, okay, if our leader is really who he says he is, and he's sleeping and not worried about it, yeah. um, then some of that should rub off, right? Uh, you know, and again, as the, you know, as as people um, who uh, kind of just respond and react, um, it, it's a perfectly uh, normal response that they have. But I think where it crosses the line is where it's you don't care about us. Yeah. You know, it's this like kind of this childish response where, you know, um, you know, you hate us. uh, You don't care about us. You know, what's your problem? Yeah. Uh, And that is where is where the response uh, comes from. And it it makes me think of um, either being a child, if I can think back that far, but more as a parent where. You just were in the other room. I don't know if you've had your son or daughter. They didn't know that you were you had left the room, for yeah, example. Right. And they come running in, or you're out shopping, and yep. they decide to look at something, and you move on, and they're like, where were you? Yeah. What's going on? What happened? <laughs> right. Right. So, again, it's that, that piece with the trust where – all right, maybe maybe that's that's it. Is to let's pause and as you say within within the sermon is is just focus on him and and relax. If he's calm, then use right. that presence right. and those ideas to to try and calm yourself right. a little bit. Right. And I think that's part of the anxiety um, is is we don't know. It's the unknown um, that can turn into yes. fear and, and, right. and those things. Oh yeah. We don't do well with uncertainty, right? Right. So or, if we know the you know, conditions yeah, and we've had yeah, that experience yes, and we can, right, we can right, grab a hold of that right, when right. we don't know. Yeah. And this storm comes right, up, right. um, you know, and we can use that as a metaphor, obviously. Yeah, right. So, so then what? Yeah. Um, where's the timeline? Sorry, I don't know this, but where's the timeline with then when, um, Peter walks on, when, when Jesus is out on the water and uh, that's he, several chapters later. Later, um, so again, more water events, more and water and events to go down, and, he, yeah, and Jesus yeah, is like, right? right? I mean, right, those two yeah, events yep, connect in yep, my mind. Teaching a, or, or um, that was more of a, uh, whereas this one's more about, um, you know, painting the picture of who Jesus is. Uh, that one is too, but it's also 
um, trying to empower discipleship, okay. trying to empower the disciples to, you know, for lack of a better uh, way of putting it, uh, keeping their eyes on Jesus. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, so so we, two so different aims. Shift, yes, yeah. But, yeah. But yep. still, but a, still, a powerful message. Again, that, yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Still meant to to capture an audience and being like, oh my goodness, what is going on here? Yeah. Uh, who is this that can do these things? Right. Um, but then it's it's trying to quickly get past that, if if you will, to to okay. But what's really trying to be communicated here okay. about the human condition? Yeah. You know, um, that's what I look for in scripture is, is, you know, not necessarily to be wowed, but uh, to figure out what is this trying to communicate to us today? Um, you know, what was it trying to communicate back then? And, you know, and I know I've said this before, you know, uh, what was true then, uh, that's still true now, sure. you know, and to kind of look at it from, from that perspective. Um, because, I, you know, just like the movies and like a trailer, like there's there's a way of trying to hook you to get you in so that we can teach you something. Yeah. So that we can reveal something okay. to you. Um, and so I think a lot of times these big miraculous types of things, that's the hook. Yeah. And now and now we want you in because, you know, that's what we do. We like the, you know, the, yep. the magnificent. And now we're going to show you something, you know, and, and real, reveal something about you. Sure. Versus poor trailers, which show the whole movie. Oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I, I get friend. it. Yeah, that that makes sense. So yeah. I think it it ties into this is this is the end. I'm gonna play. We like to play a little chunk of whatever the sermon um, text was, and so this is this is the end. But I think it works really well. So let's okay. see if I can get it so people can crank hear it. it up. What are the storms that are overwhelming you? Close your eyes and breathe. If Jesus, captain of the boat and bearer of the cross, isn't anxious, then what on earth could be so threatening for us to get all bound up about? Peace. Be still. Name of Jesus, Amen. All right, plus a little uh, extra. <laughs> Again, Heineke, two guys popular, in, the, yeah, exactly. in the man den. Yep, yep. So yeah, so I, I just love the way that you pulled that all together at the very end with you know that that pausing and if Jesus can remain calm, that I focus on Him. And uh, be calm myself. Um, probably pray a little bit more than right. than I normally do. Um, and again, that anxiety piece. Just finishing that off with knowing the conditions. Yeah, maybe that's that's part of it. Let's talk about it a little bit because well, I think that's some Star and Wars again, connection. Yeah, right. Is and, I don't know the con- conditions, and yet do I need to? Yes, if I have that right. Trust. Right. Well, and again, like this is the whole purpose of the force right sure is that if if you're uh one with the force if you're in balance or in step with the force then no matter the circumstances um you will be able to handle them you know um and and it'll be there'll be different ways that you'll be able to you'll be handling them uh as the movies show us uh sometimes uh with a sweet you know awesome uh 
you know, lightsaber fight. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes it's the like Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, Luke Skywalker mind control kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, or uh, I don't know. Um, and then other times it's just it's just silence and 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 waiting for the right moment. I mean, there's all these different ways that you respond. Sure. And and I you know I really one of the quotes that I really um, has stayed with me that I had in this sermon was most emergencies aren't. So it's. Mm. It's making it's it's training yourself to truly identify what is truly a crisis, yes. and what is my brain yeah. uh, making it so, yeah. uh, and and getting amped up about it, um, you know. And I think this happens a lot in um, in conversation uh, with people, or in in uh, when again uh, there's a disagreement or something, and our and our body has this kind of this response of like. You know, defending the honor of ourselves, or uh, we feel attacked, or, or that being that mi- misunderstood, and we go into just that like that mode. Um, and it's you know those those are times where again, uh, kind of training yourself in the force, if you will, yeah. is uh, naming what else is in the room and trying to discern. Uh, you know, okay, what what is really being communicated here and is that something I need to be like freaking out about or can I stay calm, breathe through it mm. and then respond? Yeah. You know, communication, right? So this is why you never should respond to an email, you know, immediately, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, uh, that you can write an email immediately, but then send it to one of your friends sure. and being like, this is what I want to say, you yeah. know? Um, and, and, uh, and then waiting or sleeping on a major decision. It's, it's, you know, trying to eliminate that reactivity. Sure. The brain goes negative. I mean, that's, yeah. that's been proven. Right. I, I know I'm ahead a little bit in our quotables in the fodder section, but my, my quote from Seneca was, we suffer more often in imagination than in reality. Mm-hmm. And the key probably there is to, to hit pause yeah. and just right. help your brain. Yeah. Not go. It's yeah. going to go negative, but to, yeah. to then again slow it down a little bit. Yeah. And oh yeah, I think love that. Yeah. Before, yeah. like right. you're saying, yeah, um, you type yeah, something. Yeah, and say I think something. that's what's really lacking in our society is this this inability to just think. You know, to mm-hmm. just to just wait and and let me think about it. You know, um, it's just this instantaneous. Got to make a decision right now. Got to do it. Do it. Do it. You know. And and I just feel like we need to be more bold to say, you know what, I need to think about this. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it, it, the Christians' uh, response to that would be, I need to pray about this. But it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. You know, I just need time to sit with this for a while. Sure. Um, and kind of feel feel out where, you know, and what kinds of things um, I I feel like I need to do. Yeah. No, I I it's huge. Easier said. Than Easier done. said than done. Take, it, it takes practice. It yeah. doesn't come. It no, doesn't I like, come naturally. I like that. I like that yeah. part, and that yeah. that wraps up sort of like right. the Star Wars connection is being the Jedi or whatever. It, it takes practice, right? The whole yeah, whole Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, episode and you need is, is that, and and you need you need mentors. Yeah, you know, and you need people that can help you know show you through their experience uh, what. You know what this is all about yeah. and, and how this works. And we and, definitely don't have enough of that going on, right? Anymore. Right. I mean, who who's your Yoda? Yeah. You know who who's your your, your <laughs> who's your Yoda? <laughs> who's your Yoda? You know. <laughs> Love um, it. Yeah. And I just I Yeah. Who's your Yoda? That's awesome. Uh, so I think that's that's the thing is again that reminder. Um, 
that we are in this together and we can learn and we can teach our brain to, to act differently, yep. but it's not just going to be dropped in our laps that it takes practice. Yep. Love it. So there you go. All right. I think that's a good breaking that point. That is. That's a good breaking point. Cool, cool. All right. Well, I have received confirmation that we are live. Really? So a shout out to my brother, uh, Dave, for cool. the note uh, that we are live. And, and while we're talking about Dave, uh, Dave is actually uh, uh, my muse, uh, my inspiration in getting me into podcasting because yep. he's, he's had a podcast you for many years, yeah, Corn Talk, there you go. and so he, he was kind of my Yoda there uh, in, in uh, you know, teaching me the ropes, and so uh, Corn Talk is actually going live tonight as well. Oh, uh, so, uh, a twofer. Yep, so they will be on uh, at 8.30, okay. so, uh, so listen to Corn Talk. I don't even know what they're talking about, but... Um, but you know, it's it's corn talk. It's going to be a little bit about everything. Yeah. So a little bit about everything. Yeah. Yes. So excellent. Check it out. Jump in on that one. And thanks again for uh, for listening, bro, and for uh, for for everything. You're you're uh, you're awesome. You're my Yoda. Um, all right. Let's move on to another section. Yep. Where do you want to go to? Um, some fodder. Let's do some fodder. Let's do. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're welcome, Dave. And uh, he just wrote, I love being your Yoda. So, uh, so thanks for that. Um, all right. So let's talk about, um, I, I don't have the list in front of me. So what was the next thing? Uh, was it uh, well, good, old, good old days? You wanted to talk about Ferris Bueller? Good old days. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's see if this, it's. The the quote is actually pretty quick. Let's see if I can okay. grab it for you. Here. All right. This is this is a classic quote apparently okay. uh, from Ferris Bueller. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Do you know that? Oh yes. Yeah. So right at the end of the movie, he's laying in bed. He it's a it's a shot right above him. He looks up. Some and he really, says it. Some really good. good lines from yeah. that, that yeah. movie, actually. Yep. Yep. So, good old days. This actually uh, fits a couple categories for us because we also have a scene red herd category. Uh-huh. But good old days, memory of the 80s, 90s. So, life moves pretty fast. Hadley Freeman has a book that she wrote about different movies from the 80s. The title actually quite lengthy is Life Moves Pretty Fast, The Lessons We Learned from 80s Movies and Why We Don't Learn Them from Movies Anymore. So reading that and Ferris Bueller, Ghostbusters, um, Top Gun, um, Pretty in Pink, even in some of these chapters that are about... uh, one movie, she throws in a whole bunch of other information about other yeah. movies and such. And and so it just got me thinking about yeah. all these different lines and right. different things from right. movies. And I thought, yeah, there's a I lesson. I don't really yeah. think about uh, the 80s movies no. as uh, well, it's offering make, lessons. And it's making me think of TV shows. You know, like yeah. think about Full House and yeah. uh, oh, Family spe- Ties. Especially those. Um, Full House, they have the kind of music at the, yeah. that's coming yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Here comes the here lesson comes, in, in you know, case yep, you're not going to. Yep. Yep, exactly. He's going to sit on the stool. He's going to be like, this is what we learn. And you're right. Like the 80s uh, and early 90s, you know, their way of ending the show was tying it up in this, okay, here's your moral or ethical lesson for the day. And I, you know, that is not the way shows. Oh, I I don't know if it's because we have so many now (laughs) with cable and whatnot when you had... 
the big three, four. Right. Um, uh, but they had that. Even even with those lessons, I think that started with um, the Brady Bunch. And I think was that the seven, late 70s or something like yeah. that where there were there there were lessons. Right. Um, Highway to Heaven. I'm trying to think of, of shows. Little House on the Prairie. There were yeah. shows that just specifically yeah. kind of had that. It's coming. Right. Here it is. Right. I'm like, right. And it was okay. Like, yeah. I, I wanted yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, a good you know, television watcher should be putting the pieces together and be like, okay, yep, I get it. I know where this is going. And then you're either affirmed, yep. you know, in that last message, or there's even like a little twist that you didn't think of sure. that, that's important to know. Hmm. Yeah. So that's my, my memory, my good old yeah. days, is, is yeah. to kind of be reading it uh, with that perspective right. um, and learning, if you will, about some of yeah. the trivial things that were going on behind Dirty yeah. Dancing or yeah. the different yeah. things. That oh, yeah. You were so excited about that book. I can't. Yeah. yeah I have I to check it out. So yeah. check it out. Yeah. Um, well, and I think movies do that a little bit more uh, the, these days, but it's a lot more subtle. Yeah. And, and it's probably, you know, kind of like meant to come out in your in your discussion um you know but yeah yeah uh, that's that's really fascinating yeah we have to, we'll have to we had um christ in cinema yeah. a while back we might have yeah. to revisit uh, re- some of exactly. those, those things that I, seems to fit pretty well right right or maybe a, a version of it with yeah. grab grab an 80s movie and yeah well i know right i'm also thinking like what what's another of your favorite quotes from ferris bueller like there's there's quotes that like you know, we we still do all the time yeah. today. Like you know, taking attendance. I'm sure as a teacher, don't you do the Bueller thing? You know, as a teacher. <laughs> yeah, I, I, does anyone I ever get it? Bueller. You know, I, once upon a Bueller, time, I mean, I have to. You have Bueller. to shift some of those now, right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that movie yeah. is right. is right. now right. quote classic because yeah. kids yeah. are if they're watching it at right. all. I, I got to see it because they're parents. One of the things I like to quote is the uh, nine times yeah. when you know quoting his 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 uh, tardiness record <laughs> nine times. Uh, all right. Well, I didn't have any good old memories. I'm I'm in the present, Greg. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not I'm not reminiscing lately. I'm just staying just the course, staying. right in the present. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, uh, no problem. Co- coincidentally enough, uh, my brother just wrote uh, that the, the topic tonight of Corn Talk is all things 90s. Oh, so awesome. So we are totally just listening. on the same page uh, as we're uh, going live on podcast night, I guess. So, all right. So, uh, so again, check that out, Corn Talk, 830. Well, let's let's right. go to that. We kind of segued a little bit, but the scene red herd. So, okay. what are you reading or watching? I am or? excited about pirates. I just finished this book by Kester Bruin called Mutiny: Why We Love Pirates and How They Can Save Us. Huh? And it was fascinating. That sounds fascinating. yes, yes. Uh, you know, kind of how you know it, it's been turned into this. Um, you know, uh, a Halloween kind of, you know, and there's crossbones and everything yeah. on everything. But we don't really know w- who pirates were, what their motivation was outside of just the jokes we tell and, you know, the uh, making them into caricatures uh, with, you know, eye patches and, um, you know, uh, wooden legs. Sure. Uh, so this author, he, he gives a really good um, uh, and comprehensive kind of, history it, it it just highlights a couple of um you know famous pirates and uh he, he's able to track down uh some of the the lore and the um 
the history uh, of these pirates like Blackbeard and okay. uh, Captain Pouch and um, and yeah, it's just uh, so he kind of goes through that and then and then like a, a really good writer, then he ties that in uh, to the present day. Um, but the basic aim of it is um, well, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this quote. Yeah. This kind of gives you the. Uh, This, then, is what we can take pirate to mean, one who emerges to defend the commons wherever homes, cultures, or economies become blocked by the rich, be it land that is being enclosed or monopolies that are excluding and censoring or wealth that has been hoarded, blockages to what should be shared freely and equitably create the conditions in which pirates will be found. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, So that... So kind of talking about how, um, you know, back in the day, the navies were pirating too, but they were doing it under the authority of the king. Sure. And so therefore it was acceptable. Yeah. Seen differently. Right. You yeah. know, but, um, but the, the riches and the things that they were taking weren't shared equally. Um, it went to the powerful yeah. and then the people that were carrying out the work, um, you know, the, the, the sailors, uh, saw nothing. Yeah. So it's kind of like that scene in Office Space where it's like, you know, so if I, you know, work my butt off and I bring in a really good return for this company, I see nothing. You know, nothing happens. Um, If I do nothing, you know, I get fired, (laughs) you know. So it's it's this um, that kind of thinking. And so so the so then the storyline goes. So then these people started going pirate. They started saying, well, you know, if I'm going to suffer. Um, and, and, you know, I might as well just, yeah. you know, so that's mutiny. That's the, right. Where so, the title so then, from. so then they would, they would, yeah, they would create a, a mutiny and they would basically, you know, skip town wow. and then they would create their own, uh, you know, they would go and then raid, yeah. but then it became this fight, not, uh, not for power, which oftentimes these, these famous captains are, um, thought to be, it was a fight against power and mm. the powers that, that were oppressing, uh, so it's, it's just oh, a fascinating, fascinating read. I can't I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. I just posted on my blog um, a little bit more about it at becoming newblogspotcom uh, So there's uh, there's a post on that there, and um, yeah, and I I'd, I'd love to talk more about it. I could we could do a whole post on or a whole um, podcast on this, but Very cool. um, so that's that's what I was reading. All right. Very cool. You got a couple other things on here. Do you want to talk about any of those? Uh, let me check. You got the big sick. Oh uh, yeah. So, so obviously you know me. I like to read and watch uh, a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that was the book I read. I've also recently. So then I watched Captain Phillips, which is a yeah, a real I've life pirating that. story. Yeah. Uh, which after you read this book, watching it, yeah, you'll read it, you'll see like it with a, new eyes. A different perspective. And there's a couple of moments in there where the the uh, the pirates do um, kind of tell you this is why we're doing it. You know, mm-hmm. like you've taken all of our fish. Yeah. Um, you've you've basically ruined our lives. This is our way of you know, trying to get some kind of life back for ourselves. Yeah. Huh. Um, so, so that was really interesting uh, watching that movie. A really, really good movie. Good, good, uh, good drama. Good suspense. Saw the Big Sick finally. Yeah. Uh, loved it. Yeah, uh, so didn't have any idea that was 
uh, the, kind of there's kind of a twist at the end. Um, I almost gave it away there, but I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, so that that was yeah, really good. Highly recommended. And then if you just need a good, lighthearted uh, um, YouTube, most people have probably seen this. It's gotten a ton, a ton of uh, hits. But um, on Late Late with James Corden, he did a, a driving, um, uh, what do you call that? Not karaoke, yeah, but... Um, it- what is uh, that called? It, it's in the car with yeah, in the somebody. car with Paul McCartney yeah. and in Liverpool, and it just is a really feel good. Like you just go to, you watch it with a big smile on your face. Cool. Um, so so those are my recommends. That's awesome. Um, good stuff. Yeah. So let's. Uh, you don't have any pet peeves this well, week. Well, I kind of threw one on there after the fact because it struck me. Uh, so I'm going to go with it. All right, you go with it, and then I'll, I'll tell you mine quickly. So mine is, um, you know, if you're opening up ketchup or syrup or yeah. vitamins or whatever, yep. they've got the protective seal, which is which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Some a little bit maybe over the yeah. top because it's got yeah. the wrapping around it. Right. Then it's got you get it open with the childproof. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> then yes. it's got a seal yeah. in it, and yeah. then there's cotton or something else. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate cotton or whatever. underneath there. But <laughs> um, like oil. Like, do yeah. you ever like, like? There's some of these things that um, I've purchased before, and I am just not clear. No, 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 honey, that's oil. I'm, oh, thank goodness, there's a protective seal. On why they have the little tab <laughs> thing that I've got to pull off right. to make sure that it's right. all. Yeah, especially like you, you think like the purpose of oil is when you're like you're having an emergency. Yeah, you know. Well, they must not think that right. the cap itself oh, is yeah. and then you you stick your finger yep. through the thing and then this you get your finger in oil and then mm-hmm. it, there's no like way to do it that fully like protects you from getting no. oil and on yourself you never can just pull the little part that they're right. intended there right their weak little yes. extra tab part mm-hmm. that sticks out or sometimes they yep. have something to grab a hold of and, yeah. and you can rip a little bit right but then you got to yeah. stick your finger down yeah. into it or uh, <laughs> some knife or something <laughs> yeah that's the worst yeah that's the worst well my my pet peeve is um more etiquette related i've been to a couple of uh, public restrooms recently and this probably only speaks to the men listeners um but uh when you get up to a urinal and there's urine in the urinal and the the person before you couldn't take the literally millisecond it takes to hit the flusher to, to clear it out and and so you can no i mean and you know the thing with urine, like I understand, like oh maybe I don't want to get my hands dirty or whatever, and those are probably dudes that aren't washing their hands anyway. Yeah. But uh, which is an entirely <laughs> different pet peeve to Let's begin with. Go there. But but like you know, it's the it's the like handle thing. You could, you could stick your your covered elbow up there yep. and just you just hit it, you know. And I, I don't understand why why we're in such a hurry. That, need the automatic ones, I uh, guess, huh? Yeah, I guess. Oh. So that that's. Uh, I know that's a quick little rant, uh, but <laughs> <Yes>. seriously, <laughs> just flush the toilet. Like, just take a second and love your neighbor by flushing the toilet, and then go wash your hands. Yeah, I had to teach Andrew that. Andrew and I were uh, the other day, and I and I flushed before I went. And he's like, "What are you doing, Dad?" And I was like, "Well, you know, I kind of yeah. go into it, son. Don't ever be one of these people. Don't be. You flush it when you're done. Yep. Okay. Before and after, if need be. Yeah, exactly. So, <sighs> all right." All right. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Um, 
got time, a little bit more time. A little bit more time. Uh, since it's been six weeks, I think we can go the full 40 minutes All right. today. So we got five minutes. Let's, let's do it. Um, so you have some stuff on here about sports, too. Do you want to hit any oh. of that? Or uh, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of makes me sad. <laughs> what makes you sad? My my twins are oh, twins. Oh, the twins. Uh, got yeah. Like a, a, yeah. A baseball well, there are bright spots, here. though, for the twins. We got Eddie Rosario having a breakout That's year. That's true. He's been fantastic. My only fear is that they're going to trade him because the twins are clearly going to be sellers at the deadline. Oh. Uh, and he's kind of like... Uh, Buxton and Sano wrapped into one player. Uh, he's hitting the cover off the ball, and he's just been outstanding. And I'm just nervous that, you know, uh, he's going to be gone. Yeah, it's um, a high possibility. Uh, you know, the Twins versus the Cubs uh, was a disaster. Yep. Um, if if any Twins made the trek out there, I'm that must have been horrible yep. because suddenly well, the Cubs offense woke up and scored like 20 runs on us every night. It was it was uh, more football type scores mm-hmm. than baseball type scores, but you know, watching. But I heard watching, it was oppressive heat. It was like playing in Guam. Yeah, I, it was on. Guys I saw were dropping some like flies. National news yeah. feed yep. was on the yep. heat, and yeah. then they were showing clips of uh, people going out and grabbing twins players and getting them off the, the yeah. field. Cause oh I mean, yeah, was there four of them or something yeah. like yeah, that? yeah, including Eddie Rosario yeah. was one of them. Yeah, so. You know, and, and contrast that with the way the season began, where yes. it was just freezing. Yes. You know, everywhere and you were. You were live. I was. I was at the a- coldest game witness, of the year. Yeah. yeah, hard to believe. Right. Well, the last little note for everyone to smile about as I've uh, I've joined a wiffle ball league. Yes. The bad news bears. Is this with the St. Luke? Uh, this is not t- with St. Luke. That's this a separate, is, uh, this no, is a separate one. This is my friend, uh, my okay. friend, buddy from high school, James who uh, introduced me to the sport. He actually introduced it to me many years ago. I saw that he was on this team. Um, and now that I've moved uh, to the area uh, where, where he lives, he you know kind of invited me. Somebody um, dropped out. And so I was able to, to join the Bad News Bears. That's and awesome. I'm telling you, it has been a blast. I've only done uh, two games, but it's overhand wiffle yeah. ball. Yeah, um, I love you know, it. Guys, could sh- they can throw up to 60 miles an hour. I mean, yeah. this is like, this isn't underhand no, like... I- backyard no um so yeah so we we play games um about once a week and there's double headers and obviously our name is the bad news bears because we're we're pretty bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but we out fun everybody yeah. um and and so it's just been fun learning relearning uh baseball um and and trying to trying to play wiffle ball my first game i got i got tossed in to pitch and uh and that was exciting i'd never thought that was going to happen in my first game and um, can you get the ball to uh, kind of move on oh the, it's got sick movement it, yeah, yeah yeah the ball moves like it crazy does. and and the stuff that guys can do with it it's probably similar to major leagues um you know the the, the curve and the yeah. and the spin and the so sink cool. and the risers i mean it's it's nuts um i was able to strike a few guys out but um but i also gave up a ton of runs <laughs> but I, I attribute that i was able to throw strikes yeah so um, but yeah, so that's good. Uh, I'm having a good time. That's great. I'm having a good that time. That's really cool. Well, you have to keep us updated. I will. I'll, I'll keep you updated. I, I've I've gotten a hit um, both nights. Okay. I've gotten a hit, um, but just one hit. I've got a hit on my first night, a hit on my second All night. Right. Did they move you along? 
Um, I'm still batting last. I'm still. <laughs> I'm in the ninth. Yeah, and, slot. and then you you play. Uh, you you don't have gloves. You play yep. just barehanded out, and then you can only have uh, three guys on defense. So you have okay. a pitcher and two outfielders. Huh. Um, That's so, really cool. You know. Yeah, you'll, you'll uh, have made to some keep catches, us updated on made that. some That's drops. Really it's been good. It's been really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, that's all I got. Yeah. You got anything else? Mm, oh, I do have one quick rant myself. We have our uh, My Two Cents, and I just okay. wanted to throw it out with the timing of it. Right. Um, I don't know if you saw recently Laura Ingalls Wilder. She had her name taken off um, a national award for the ah. library or what have you. I forget the exact association. Pardon me, listeners. Uh, but it was based on the fact that, I mean, it, it's basically that she was racist, which there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Her writings right. talking about Native sure. Americans yeah. yep. and yep. just diff- and the different things that were happening along the, that right. time right. frame. Right. And, hey, call it out. I get it. Um, yeah. But they're changing it just to like some literary something or other title, which is, yeah. which is fine. But, um, you know, the past is important to... Right. recognize right. and learn from right. and not right. to right. whitewash yep. away, if yeah. you will. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that was a disappointment. Yeah. That saw that happen just recently. And yeah. Yeah. I heard him talking about it on, um, on NPR the other day. So I thought it was yeah. kind of too yeah. bad. I mean, right. again, called out. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's yeah. really exactly. appropriate. Exactly. Honestly. Right. But, right. Um, but most people, well, again, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I don't know what to do in those situations, but I'm I, sure. I'm not sure either, but I, I, I don't like the fact that I, I don't know what you do, honestly. Yeah. Um, well, and but, here, I'll throw this out. Okay, they're able to do that, but the Washington Redskins yeah. are still called the Redskins. Yeah. The Cleveland Indians are still the Indians. Yep. So it's kind of this double standard, I like agree. we can go after the literary people, but our sports teams have immunity, yeah. you know, because of history. Yeah, so that was yeah. disappointing. Thought right. I'd yeah. throw my two cents right. on. right, so... Well, what do you got coming up that you're looking forward to, Greg? Let's end on a happy oh, on, note. On a happy note. Well, um, I need a shout-out to my older brother. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ken. And then what I'm looking forward to is Carly and I are going to road trip it down to my younger brothers in Missouri nice. for the 4th of July. And All right. Spend some time in the heat down there. But um, we're going to get out on a boat. We're going to look, watch fireworks. We're going to play games. Eat some barbecue, all that good stuff. Enjoy the dog days of summer. Yeah, that's what they're here for. That's what they're here for. That's right. That's right. How about you? Uh, Yeah, I got kind of uh, nothing really, and it's been nice. Yeah, just kind of getting getting settled in uh, in Cottage Grove, and uh, we've been going for lots of bike rides with the kids, and uh, just checking out our our new area, and it's been a lot of fun. And um, yeah, we're gonna memories. Yep, creating memories and hanging out with family, and just um, yeah, enjoying summer. All right. Well, again, we are wanting to be more consistent with yeah. this. We'll see what we can do. We'll it. see what happens. Let's try and do another one before the end of the month. Yeah. How about that? Can we make that a goal? Yeah, we, I think we can do it. <laughs> we can maybe do it. Yeah. Because then I'm going to be gone a couple of weeks in August. So let's uh, let's make sure we get another All one right. in here. We're, we're going to get some consistency. Yeah. All right. So follow All right. me on Twitter at Gregory Heineke. Yes. How about you? Yeah. Or yeah. You can I'm follow my, Keith. You can follow. You can, well, I, okay. I am on Twitter, but. Um, we're working on it. We're we'll, working uh, on it. we'll talk about that. <laughs> we were without internet for a while as we were getting moved in. Um, um, the thing that I'm most passionate and excited about uh, and, and welcome anyone to check out is my blog. Uh, cool. It's uh, becoming-anew.blogspot.com, and I am uh, just tackling a lot of different uh, 
Well, things like uh, the Pirates book and um, and uh, and other books that make you think yep. and uh, give you a different perspective. Um, and so I'm writing reflections on things that I'm reading, and uh, you know, just check yeah, it out. There's a lot of good stuff on a there. Good, a lot of good stuff. So cool. Uh, so that's what I got. All right. What do we? Uh, what, what's our outro we, we today? Gotta, we got to go back to Ferris a little bit. All right. All right. All right. So, Life moves pretty fast, people. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Stop and look around. <laughs> <laughs>